Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. North America is in the Western Hemisphere. This is the Factor. Welcome to the Factor, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Factor. It's the Factor. Welcome to the Fact Off. I'm your host, Alex, and is with me as always, Pat. Hey, everybody. Number one with a bullet. And with him, as always, is his friend, Mike. Wait, I'm I'm, I'm a friend of Pat, but not a friend of yours. Yes. No. Okay. I still consider us co-workers. Okay, is this a way for you to distance yourself from me in any yeah, way, shape, or form? trying to. Make sure, like, oh, yeah, he wasn't my friend. He was Pat's friend. In case you say anything bad. Just in case the listeners are uh, questioning, like, why nobody's, like, celebrating their wins. Like, we weren't able to collect the votes because this is a secret back-to-back recording week. Yeah, some of us are going on vacation this week. It's never me. (laughs) So, yeah, Alex, you go on vacation more than anybody else I know. I have all my vacation in like the first six months of the year and then nothing else. But yeah, so we don't have a victory winner. Fact but if, winner. if you guys would choose, like who, whose fact really won last week? Mine. I would have to say Pat. If I couldn't vote for my own, I would say Mike's. Oh, yeah, so. Black Ops are the way to go. Now, Mike. Please. You have to vote for Alex, and it would be three-way tie, or you vote for me, and I win. Hmm. I I, I vote for Pat just because I like yes. in your face. You suck. So what was that, a three-way tie, or who, who won no, that? No, I won. I got two votes. Oh, crap. Why did I do that? <laughs> I oh, no. I prefaced. I said, do you want to vote for Alex, or do you want to vote for me, and I will win? <laughs> it's proof that Mike doesn't listen to what we say. <laughs> what do you say? I don't listen Mike. at all. All right. Do I get a victory fact? Yeah, do you have one? Yeah, the Pythagorean theorem states that a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, I know. All my facts uh, for my victory facts are facts that everyone knows. Yeah, you're letting us down. I I don't know why people vote for you yeah. to win. I'm really I'm a uh, for folks at home. I'm a geometry teacher, and I'm hoping that maybe if I say my <laughs> my class lessons over the podcast, it might sink into the kids. <laughs> what I tell you the other day, like, oh, what's your fact going to be? Like a circle is something squared or radius pi or some crap like that. Yeah, and you were wrong. You said what is the circle? <laughs> uh, R pi, and I was like, no, <laughs> I don't know. I am proud of you that you have not brought in like a single geometry fact this whole time. He did that one about that guy that hated Newton. That was not geometry. That was calculus. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you're an idiot. Come on now, Alex. Okay, let's just get into the Pat Fun Facts Fact-tacular math time, Pat. It's the Pat Fact, y'all. Yeah, it's the Pat Fact. All right, number one. Oh, wait. So, Mike, you did bad fact last week. Alex, you do fun fact. All right, switch it up. Mike, you're fun fact this week. Number one, kite flying is a professional sport in Thailand. What what do they not do in Thailand? That's the question. That's true. Number two. Fried chicken came from Scotland. Really? Explain. Fried chicken came from Scotland. 
That's interesting. This is actually, I didn't realize I put these together and almost all of these have to do with a different country in the world. That's, that's fantastic. I know. Isn't yeah. this fun? Uh, number three, Iceland does not have a railway system. Okay, I can see that. How are people in Iceland supposed to listen to our podcast on their way to work if they're not sitting on the subway? They're walking. They're walking long distances with their AirPods. How are people supposed to expose themselves to other people if there's no subway? That's true. <laughs> like, what? Where, where do you like uh, expose yourself and like uh, rob people and that sort of thing? Yeah, come on. Uh, <laughs> the oldest currency in the world is the British pound. I knew that. Yep. It's four for four country facts, and then last but not least, country fact: a chef's hat has exactly one hundred pleats. Wait, wait, wait! Isn't there like Roman coins and such? Yeah, the long no. So the British pound is the one that's like long, like the oldest currently in use. Like there's been ones before it, but it's still currently in use. Oh, okay. Thanks for clarifying Pat's facts that are devoid of like any explanation whatsoever. Thank you. There are notes at the bottom I could write extra stuff in, but there's there's like little lines. No, 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 no. Save yourself the effort. Um, I'm gonna go with the chef's hat as the worst fact. Because if you don't have that stupid hat, then that means most of the movie Ratatouille wouldn't like be a movie, and they would be better for it. Because that movie sucked too. My wife loves that movie, and I don't really care for it myself. It's alright. I just I think it's... I've seen it too many times. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I I feel like uh, Pixar for me peaked at Up. Me, it picked at peaked at Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. The first one, <laughs> the very first movie. I I thought they peaked at that little toy. Toy robot guy that <laughs> ran around and inspired me. The lamp. <laughs> yeah. They peaked at the lamp. From there, it's been nothing but down, downhill. I don't really have a favorite of these. I'm sorry. What, Pixar? Maybe just... maybe the pound, just because it got me thinking a little bit. So I'll just give it to the pound. We always think about pounding something. <laughs> well, it's a family show, probably. It's been it's been two episodes since Mike has talked about how hard he is. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. People listen to this around the dinner table while they're carving their turkeys. What well, if, if they had fried chicken, they would know that it's from Scotland. Yeah, while you're digging your hands in your bucket of fried chicken, <laughs> listen to uh, who's given their first fact this week. I'll, I'm going to go first because I went first last. <laughs> I went last last time. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go first this time. Sounds like a parable almost. <laughs> go go ahead. I have a very short fact this week. I want to get it nice and out of the way. A few weeks ago, I forget what episode, I came in with a fast fact that was so ludicrous, it blew Alex's mind and he was upset at this fact. Do you remember the fact? Is that the card one? It's the deck of cards. Yeah. You want to tell everybody at home what the fact was? Every time you shuffle a deck of cards, it's a new version of the cards. It's never been done before. Some crap like that yes so every single time you shuffle a deck of cards a proper shuffle which we'll get into in a little bit it is a completely unique never been seen before deck of cards there is no way to prove that fact so it's proven in probability so the deck of cards as we know them are roughly guess how old they are uh let's see the year is what 2022 yep the movie 21 came out (laughs) <laughs> yeah, five uh, years. I know. Or... I know they were uh, manufactured originally in Cincinnati. Really? Well, that's bicycle. Nintendo yeah, bicycle. Started... I think were the first cards, right? No, Nintendo started as a card company. Nintendo is pretty old. 
I want to say 1700s. I'm but I think it's before that. 700 years ago. And in that time, in the last 700 uh, years. Yeah, since that existed 700 years ago, <laughs> we had the bicycle cards there. Technically, it was there. So, um, how many times do you shuffle a deck of cards before you play? Let's just get this out of the way. How many times do you shuffle? I think the normal way to do it is like two times, correct? Alex, how many times? It just depends. Are like people ready to go? If they're not ready to go, I'll keep shuffling. If they're ready to go, I'll move fast. What if I told you two to three times is not nearly enough to sh- truly shuffle a deck? What is it, 52, do it once for each card? <laughs> you just take one, you flip it, you put it in somewhere random. No, the uh, a mathematician in 1990, Dr. Percy Diaconis, he was a magician, and then he went to Harvard to study statistics. He concluded that it takes just seven dairy, seven ordinary imperfect shuffles to mix a deck of cards thoroughly. So what counts as a shuffle? That's the... Not the this one. <laughs> if you can see my hand motions, you know how you usually like this. We have the cards behind each other a little bit, and then you do the shuffle. Yeah, we know what we're talking about. But I think, yeah, I think it's the... You know, where you okay. flick it and then you bridge it. So it takes seven times. Most people do it like three to four times. And then if you do it five times, the guy said, most people get like, all right, hurry it up. They get fed up with you shuffling so much. Mm-hmm. But um, for a long time after he came up with this theory, for a while, people were just going to Vegas and Atlantic City and winning money because they weren't shuffling enough. They were able to like figure out like it's not random enough. Anyway, here comes the math. Alex, say you had two cards. How many different ways can you make a pair out of those two cards? How many different, how many different orders? If you shuffled two cards, how many different possible orders could you two. have? Two. Two, right? Yeah. One, or A, then B, or B, then A. Now, if you had three cards, how many combinations can you make from three cards? Mike, you can cut out all Alex's thinking. Six. It is six. Um... There's a, a simple way. These are actually factorials. What you're doing is three times two times one. And if you wanted, if you had four cards, you would do four times three times two times one. And if you had five cards, it'd be five times four times three times two times one. And if you had six cards, it would be six times five times four times three times two times one. And if you had seven cards, it would He's be seven. He's going to go all the way through. Oh, my God. I, I, do that, I do that in class until a kid stops me. And sometimes we get very far <laughs> into the class. So anyway, that's a factorial. Now, just to show you how insane there are, there are 52 decks in a card. 10 factorial. <laughs> 52, <laughs> 52 decks in a card? Yeah. You're a little Cards. bit backwards there, buddy. <laughs> I'm so excited about this fact. Uh, so there are 52 cards in the deck. 10 factorial, just 10 cards. There are 3,628,800 permutations. That's how and many it, different pairs, like, orders you can get out of just 10 cards. Is that the song from Vent? Yes, 3,628,800 permutations. Uh, 20, this is how you, so if you did 20 factorial, if you only had 20 cards, Alex, not even half the deck, you would have, ready for this, 2 quintillion, 432 quadrillion, 902 trillion, 8 billion, 176 million, 640,000 different combinations. Okay. And... The quintillion, what they're really saying is that's two and a half billion billion. That's how many. Okay. That's only 20. That's how much Apple's worth, right? Yes. <laughs> now, 52 factorial. I wrote this down. I'll show you guys. You can't see this at home. 
These are all the words for 52 factorial. Would you like to know okay. how? When you, <laughs> when you do 52, this is how many combinations of cards you can get. Uh, where did I put the number? That's, it's 53 numbers long. Do you guys want me to read it? No, not 53 numbers. No, thank you. It's 86 yes. decillion, 658 quindecillion, 175 quator delicillion. You get the idea. Yeah. So, so on and so forth. How many combinations? It is 53 numbers long, um, which someone – I love when they come up with these, like, random statistics. This is the end of my fact. But if you started counting out all the different combinations one at a time for 52 cards, if you started 13.8 billion years ago when the Big Bang is thought to have occurred, you would still be writing out new orders of a deck of cards, and you would be doing it for – another like millions and millions of years how many how many hours are you doing it like every second of the day yeah you would do it as long as it takes you to write it no give me four hours i think that's what the bible was doing with methuselah right he was that's why he lived so long he was counting cards yes he was like how many different pairs of uh this deck can i have so it stands to reason that if you shuffle a deck properly seven times there are 86 decillion possible outcomes you could have. And therefore, infinite. Essentially, infinite. essentially, an infinite amount of different types, which means and that's what the blockchain's built on. <laughs> yes, which but means it is, it is impossible. impossible. It, no, no, it's improbable. It, it's not impossible. It's improbable. It's improbable. It's, yeah, but it is possible. It's so improbable. You're saying there's a chance. There is no chance. There's a chance. There is. Might get me a deck of cards. Bring it over. <laughs> you would probably wear cards. through a billion decks of cards before you could even get to the answer. Right. <laughs> I do it on my second. do it on my second try. I learned new words today. He would at least go through an undecillion. Yeah. Well, now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do my. What's the name of your fact? Yeah. Alex can't count that high. <laughs> Alex can't count. He can't. Can't, you can't count on Alex. This is a rebuttal fact. This is Alex came after one of my facts, and then I came back at him with some more facts. I think we need more spite facts or rebuttal facts, honestly. <laughs> hey, my fact. Uh, I'll go next then because mine is a rebuttal fact. Olives suck. Olives <laughs> <laughs> are delicious. Put them on a pizza. Enjoy. No, the other day you I even was... put them on your fingers. <laughs> is that what's on your hands right now? Black Mike only likes food that he can wear, so it's just olives and bugles. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a candy necklace that you have on, Mike? Uh, so I'll go next. So my fact is also quick. So I was thinking about Pat's stupid card fact <laughs> while I was in the bathtub. No, it came. No, you were thinking about Pat in the bathtub or his card fact. His card fact. Okay, just wanted to clarify. Side note to the listeners, after every episode of Fact Off, I go and I take a two-hour-long bath to decompress about the dumb facts that Pat brings with his fast fact, fun fact time. Is that why you're always so anxious towards the end of the episode? Yeah, because I want to go to bed, but I need to take a two-hour bath. (laughs) So one hour of it is thinking about the Fact Off. The other hour is playing with my bubble ducky. (laughs) So where does the bubble ducky come from, Mike? Cincinnati. Well, the, bubble... the rubber yes, duck regala, probably. No. 
So the rubber ducky was first invented in the late 1800s when a guy by the name of Goodyear invented vulcanized rubber. I was going to do a fact about him. I'm going to do that later. Goodyear tires? Goodyear, if you look yeah. in the bottom of rubber ducky, does it say Goodyear? Well, no, he just invented the, like, the rubber that we use for all that stuff. Oh. Um, yeah. Goodyear makes like shoes, like shoe soles and stuff like that. Yeah. The, the rubber changed the world. He gave us the song Rubber Band Man. Um, okay. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> uh, the first rubber ducks weren't good. They were hard. They didn't float. They were mostly used for ch- chew toys for babies and dogs. <laughs> it's the same category, you know? How long after he created the material did someone say, let's make a duck? I think the big thing with vulcanized rubber is that they can mold it to different things. That's when you really start to see oh. stuff made out of rubber like that. Uh, so let's... What are we going to do now? Smash cut. Smash cut. Yeah. To the 1930s. And there's two big things that happened. In 1931, a l- young lady by the name of Eleanor... Shanahan, Shanahan. <laughs> it's not even a hard names. name to say. <laughs> <laughs> He's messing up on purpose at this point. No. Uh, she designed an aquatic toy that, and as she put it, could shoot a jet of water into somebody's face and have fun. Like she invented this the squeeze the toys where toy, you can yeah. shoot water. Yeah, she which I the thought first, they would have been. She was the first squirter. Is what you're saying. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that was, that was a big jump in uh, rubber ducky toys. <laughs> made Alex speechless. And then, uh, and in ni- 1938, the Serbling Serbling <laughs> products. He's not used they, to recording this late. Give yeah. him some grace. <laughs> they teamed with this company, Disney. I think that's right. Disney. Disney. Yeah, Disney, that's it. <laughs> like Mike thought he was serious that time. <laughs> well, the time he really messes up. <laughs> uh, they invented bath floaters. And who was the most popular characters? Donald Duck. Donald Duck and... Daisy Duck. Close. Donna Duck. Who? Who would later be renamed Daisy. Oh. Yeah, in 1940, they renamed her Daisy. Is your fact about that? Because I'm voting for that fact. No, uh, do you know Donald Duck has a brother, uh, sister Mm-mm. named Della Duck? Did yeah. not. That's where Huey, Dewey, and Louie come from. That's true. He is their uncle. Yeah, <laughs> watching these kids. Doesn't get enough credit for just watching these kids. and <laughs> All the time. You're like, yeah. you're a grump. Yeah, he's trying to live his life, not watch three <laughs> yeah, kids that yeah. aren't his. Trying to swim yeah. in a bath full of coins. Exactly. Well, you're that's, thinking of Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. Come oh, on, Mike. Is he time. also Donald's brother? I don't. I think he's another uncle. I don't know where he falls in line. He's, much he's a older lot older than Donald. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot more Scottish. <laughs> One week you need to bring in the uh, the Donald Duck family tree. Uh, I hope that's what your fact is about, Mike. Don't listen to the rest of Alex's fact, and then just <laughs> do your fact on the Donald Duck family tree. Where does Daffy Duck come in? That's He's a whole different, completely yeah, different thing. Tune. No, no, there's a duck. They're related somehow. You don't need <laughs> to separate seems them. Seems kind of racist. <laughs> I don't describe you to your all ducks are related thing. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Um, a doxist. But then, smash cut to 1947. Peter Gannon painted the duck toy that's painted yellow and had the squeaker. The duck we all come, come to know and love as the rubber ducky. We do. And the rubber ducky reached its peak in popularity yes, in certainly. 1970 when a song from Sesame Street came out called Rubber Ducky. Rubber Ducky, you're the one. You a song make so that popular. Time. Lots of fun. Made it to number 11 on the Billboard Rubber Top Ducky. Wow. in 1971. That's awesome. Good for Ernie. Yep. Uh, the name of my fact is Ye Old Rubber Ducky. No one it's ever been a while since you've given him like a clap. <laughs> I gave him the clap once. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, our answer hour boss. <laughs> I always got confused that Gonomio is called the clap and not Comedia. It, d- it doesn't make any sense. Mike, is your fact about this? Cause, <laughs> can you answer this question for us? <laughs> so, for, so somehow the duck facts lead right into sexual transmitted diseases. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, your turn. <laughs> what, what was the name of your fact? <laughs> Ye old rubber ducky. Ye old rubber ducky. All right. Yeah, and then Pat went like this. And then he yeah, said he uh, something you. about yeah. getting the clap. And I said, I always thought it was odd that it was called, kind of, it was called the clap. Yeah, we don't need to replay the whole thing that just happened. Right, and then right Pat's then and fact there. was about the deck of cards. No, okay. And before that, we did the Pat Fast Fact. Yeah. And then before that, we opened the show. We yeah I I remember that far back. Mike is gonna so, hit you next time he sees you. He's gonna punch you in the back of the head. Exactly. Mike hung out be- recently, so. So you talked about like fake rubber duckies. I'm talking about like real domesticated animals you can own, like fun dog. fun stuff. Yeah. Dog. The, some common ones like you might know at home, like uh, dogs, fish, cats, hamsters. Even uh, some people might even have a miniature horse. What? Nah. You don't think so? Yeah, was... Inside the house, you mean? Yeah, people have miniature horses in their houses. People have them as service animals because I think they live longer. They're more expensive than the other service animals, but they and, live longer. Yeah, and some people have pot belly pigs even, or like How little pigs in their house. How big is a miniature house. horse? Uh, 50 feet tall. It's an oxymoron name, <laughs> and they're actually huge. Yeah, the, that's where the size of the, dogs. Friends of Clifford the Red Dog. Um, Big but, Red Dog. What? All right, but um, what about? Have you guys ever thought of like owning a fox? Like that—that that would be like a fun. I have thought about owning a fox. That'd be sweet, wouldn't it? I think owning. I a don't fox like would be awesome. I don't want pets, so I've never thought about this. All right, well, foxes are always depicted in like uh, like stories and such to be like cunning and wild and elusive, and they don't sound like they would be a fantastic pet. Stop describing me, me Mike. You are wild and elusive. What about the fantastic Mr. Fox? It's true. He sounds fantastic. That was a semi-animated movie. Yeah, but you said Fox don't seem fantastic, and this guy clearly was fantastic. So, that begs the question, can you have a pet fact? Oh, no, no, no. That be- <laughs> I come to the show every week with pet facts. <laughs> oh, it's getting late, guys. It begs the question, can you have a pet fox? I think, and, okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> I want to say yes. You probably can. Yeah, exactly. Um, so over 60 years ago. Probably. I know this is your fact. 
It is. It, I I don't want to spoil spoil. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Over six years ago, an experiment began in Siberia, of all places. Uh, I guess a lot of foxes live in the cold, so I guess maybe yeah. that's how they're able to get get them. The Arctic fox. Yeah. Um. So they uh wanted to ta- see if they could tame the beast. Uh. So a scientist in Russia named Dmitry Belov. Yeah, I, I think that's correct. Um, began Sounds research good. after the j- death of Joseph Stalin. So Joseph Stalin, um, under his like control, um, they were very anti like research into genetics and that sort of thing. Like they killed a lot of scientists or imprisoned them uh, when they researched that sort of thing. So oh, yeah, it, it was not a good place to be for like scientists. Um, so after Stalin died, or anyone or anyone really, honestly. Um, this is when they started like researching this and and putting it into action. So his initial plan was this: like he wanted to prove, like he wanted to like recreate how dogs became domesticated. Like, like I guess they got yeah, do- they were the domesticated. Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so he, the idea was like let's pick an animal that's similar to a dog, and foxes are like close relatives to dogs. They're both uh, they're canine, right? Yeah, they're both, both have canines. The letters in the name, correct. Have tails, but he wanted to see if he can expedite the process because obviously it took thousands of years for dogs to become domesticated. So the thought was like, what if we could just domesticate a fox a lot quicker and study it? Um, so he began his uh, studies, and basically what they did to start off with was they took the most timid foxes to start off with. So they just grabbed. A bunch of timid foxes from I think they went to like fur fur uh, farms and stuff like and they took the most timid foxes from the fur farms um, and that's what they used to start like their colony of foxes and basically what they did was they took when whenever there was a a new um, a new generation they would take the most tame friendly foxes and breed those and continue can continue on down the chain and so like. Uh, over time, yeah, over time, like, the foxes would be, like, more and more, like, affable to humans, and they would go up to them, they would be less afraid, that sort of thing. And they even did the opposite way, they even, just to prove the point, they, they actually bred the mean ones together as well, to see if they could make an, a super evil and murderous fox, and obviously that was the case as well, so they they could they do did, it both they ways. They dogs. <laughs> Yeah, they do it with dogs. They have, some people breed like super ferocious dogs. Yep, like at Hunter. Yeah, and <laughs> my dog's not mean or ferocious at all. If anything, he's, I heard him barking tonight. I, he was barking, and we had to pause the podcast for a little bit. But it was probably a mailman or something. Um, we record at eight thirty at night. <laughs> or, <laughs> I don't know. Is. Somebody delivering something. So, um, basically, what he did was. Uh, he slowly generation after generation these foxes got nicer and nicer as we covered um but he noticed other things changing about the foxes like they were starting to the appearance of the fox started to change as well so like the foxes started getting like spots um some of them got like uh mangier hair or like thick different texture hair uh they ears started becoming floppy and their faces became like 
No, no, just because... I, I wonder if, like, they didn't need, like, the defense mechanisms or... Yeah. Animal... I don't know, but that's interesting that when dogs became domesticated, their ears became floppy as well. Um, well whenever or, you see them on high alert, like, their ears go up. Yeah, the ears do like perk foxes, up. the ears are up to be on the lookout to listen, listen for stuff. So, um... Because wolf's ears are up, right? Yeah. So eventually they got like to a uh, like where eighty seventy to eighty percent of the ones that were like born were like uh, really nice like affable to people going up to them and those foxes they call them elite foxes. It's a cool so name. yeah, it is a cool name. Um, you can are they actually all elite. They are all elite now, pretty much. Um, so eventually the labs, it's, it costs a lot of money to keep these labs funded and, and up and running. So eventually what they had to do is they started actually um, selling these foxes throughout the world. So you can import a fox from Russia. I think it's like $9,000. I looked it up. What? Um, but yeah, you can get a domesticated fox from Russia. Um, I do know they have bladder. I think from what I read, they have bladder issues or some other. They they have some issues here and there just because um, it's just so few generations. I think it's been sixty years, so they haven't completely bred out the wild animal in them yet. Um, I'm sh- it, they're not as like um, predictable as a dog would be. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but the ones they send to America are called Siberian cupcakes, <laughs> and uh, they're d- Russian domesticated foxes that they're actually um, using to train to find like people underneath, like uh, when there's a um, an earthquake, a, a landslide, or like a uh, some uh, sort of bombing. avalanche. A- avalanche, because foxes are really like they have acute hearing; they can hear things like. You know, under you know, you ever see them jump up and pounce down and like grab something yeah. from under the snow? They just have really acute hearing and uh, better than a dog would have. So they thought they could train these domesticated foxes up to like help find and rescue people that were trapped underneath. Like, did it uh, work? Yeah, yeah. There's they're they're in the process of training training them up. It's harder to do because they can't get them in America. As like really small pups, I don't, I don't know what they call baby fox. I think it's called a pup, but they call them foxes. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, I think if they could get them earlier on, they could train them up better. But like right now, they can only yeah. get them when they're like six to eight months old. So it's like not I, super ideal for training. But I saw this one fox that had two tails, and it could spin them around <laughs> like a propeller. <laughs> And then fly in the sky. It's impossible. Sonic Some sort of Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mine is, my uh, fact is called the domesticated fox. I just looked up foxes, and apparently if you have a pet fox, you need to have a bunch of land because they will get really angry if you keep them inside. Yeah, they're still they're like, pretty wild. They're like Mike. I do There's get a, wild if you keep a me fox inside. in my neighborhood. I get so excited when I see him every once. I see him like once a year, and it makes my day every time. And Pat goes, "Foxy." I, I call Alex immediately. I saw a fox today. But I, I don't know if they'll get them. Like all, the kinks all worked out in our gen, in our lifetime, so we probably wouldn't want to have a fox in our life. How long ago did they start domesticating them? 
six years. Five, mi- five years ago. Yeah, and it took, what, dogs, like... Thousands of years. Yeah. We've been fucking with... Do- We've been messing with dogs for <laughs> a long time. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, we have been messing with dogs for a long time. You can go vote for Patch Fact. Alex can't count, but he looks damn good. Uh, I don't remember saying for... all of that, but... <laughs> it, was, it was in there. You can vote for my fact about the Bubba Ducky. Ye old Bubba Ducky. The Bible's and good. You can, you can <laughs> vote for Mike's fact. Uh... The Bible's good. Domesticated Fox. So go vote on factoffpodcast.com or click in the link in the show notes. It's under the word vote. Uh, check us out on all the socials and have a great day. I haven't posted in a while. I need to start mm-hmm. posting, boys. Same here. Good luck, everyone.